The Dude Fox Podcast. Welcome to episode 5. I'm Ronnie, he's Paul, and this is the Dude Fox Podcast. This podcast only happens if we have an audience, so thank you very much for listening, sharing, rating, and reviewing it. And also getting involved on our social media. You can find us at Dode Fox Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. This week's episode is in partnership with Andy's Man Club. Andy's Man Club started over three years ago in the Halifax area by the family of a young man named Andy Roberts, who took his own life without warning. Since then, it's grown to over 20 groups in the UK, including Dundee, Perth, and Dunfermline, and every one of these groups takes place at 7 pm on a Monday night. There's a simple format of a series of questions encouraging men to open up and talk about their mental health and or any concerns in life in general. There are still a lot of men who struggle to open up and the purpose of the group is to encourage men to speak to others, to like-minded people who can share experiences. The aim for Andy's Man Club is to half the number of suicides in men under the age of 45. More info can be found on the website andysmanclub.co.uk and you can search for Andy's Man Club on social media. The Dundee group takes place at Boomerang Centre on Kenmark Street. In Perth, it's at McDermott Park, and it's in the Erskine Building in Dunfermline. Andy's Man Club are real, non-judgmental talking groups for men, and are the creators of the viral hashtag, It's OK to Talk. At Andy's Man Club, every man is welcome. This week, we are rounding up the Betfred Cup and pre-season, Finding out what pre-season was like back in the day with our guest, Jonathan McKeith. We'll look ahead to this weekend's game versus Inverness and hear your starting 11s. Plus the rumour mill, players leaving, season ticket vouchers, on this day, we gym and we'll doff our caps to a couple of United bloggers. It's coming up on episode 5 of the Dode Fox podcast. So welcome back to the Dode Fox podcast. With myself, Ronnie Costello, Paul McNichol, as always. Uh, we're into episode five. Our first guest joins us on the podcast. We are joined this week by Jonathan McKeith, a lifelong Arab, now based in Manchester, working for BBC Sport and on the books at United as a teenager. Welcome. Hello, hello. Hi. Thanks, Ronnie. Thanks, uh, thanks, Paul. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. Yeah, no worries at all. It's going to be uh, it's going to be good fun because we thought pre-season is just about to come to an end. It's all fancy now. But you'd have been back in the day when you never seen a ball for at least a week. Oh no, it was just the, the boots were just were left. You got in the minibus, just just need your trainers. That's all you'll need. And um, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty grim at times. But um, I think I think my first one was maybe about. I didn't do didn't do lots. I wasn't at the club that long, but um, I did a couple couple of seasons uh, pre season um, and in preparation. Uh, this was coming back to me earlier in preparation uh, just it was myself and Blair Sturrock obviously son, son of, of Paul luggy. Yes. junior luggy yep a uh, lovely lad one of my closest friends and grown up um, and Gary Middleton I think it was the first time he also played for United um, I think the season after that it was Scott McCulloch joined us but first of all it was, it was the three of us and uh, we got a guy called Graham Lowe uh, who went by the name of Loza and he used he was some sort he was some um, some sort of athletics coach, mm-hmm. like a sprint coach, and um, so in preparation, United had said for us to to get ready for pre season. You know, we're still young lads, and to, obviously to take part, you need to be at a good level. Of so fitness. this was pre pre season. This is pre pre season, right. so um, the serious stuff uh, started. <laughs> so yeah, um, I remember. So Graham met us up at at Balgi, at Lockheed Park. Sorry, at Lockheed Park. Uh, near the pavilion and he heard us doing I think it was well what he described as running he said to you the last the last 100 yards or the last 50 yards were to be flat out the previous 80 yards were to be 7 eighths now you make you make you make that how do, how do you make that 7 eighths to flat out <laughs> so basically you're running fl- and he made us do this I think a good 10 times and I've never been close I've never been sick running but Honestly, I had to lie down for about an hour just on the <laughs> on the grass in Lockheed Park. That was pre pre season, so he destroyed myself and 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 Smokey, as he was known, Gary, and uh, and Blair, and that was a pre pre season. And that's going back. So, what year are we talking? So we're talking. I think that's about ninety seven ish. I think ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah. I think. Uh, and the following season, we had um, we had uh, Scott McCulloch, who who joined the club. He's a left back. I don't know if any of you remember. Him. Yeah, and I think, and I was looking yeah. back at this, and he, he and no doubt we probably paid a fee for him. Yeah, we were quite oh, well, good at I that think he was, it was a, a swap deal with Jamie Dolan. 
Yeah. Oh, and really? um, I think other, and there was a wee bit of money involved as well. And and again, they wanted Loser Graham to to get myself and and preparation. Now I'd done the season before with uh, with Graham, so I knew what was coming. So I was okay. I was all right. And but Scott was a pro, so you you thinking, oh, he was he was calling him for everything. He was calling him for everything. And again, there was no hint of a ball here. This was this was an hour of solid running mm-hmm. uh, up the hill, up the slope. If people can picture Lockheed Park as, it, exactly as it kind of graduates up to, yeah. as you cross the wall into Balgate Park. That's right, you know exactly where you are. And uh, oh my goodness, I, I, I don't think I've ever recovered from that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was uh, that was back in the day. But then, yep, yeah, into uh, into the club we went, and it did prepare us a bit actually for it. it did prepare us a wee bit, but. Um, yeah. I think the big thing you, you go on, you need know, 20 years of a difference, right? I totally get that. But mm. just now, like first day of pre-season, after you probably do all the weights, the heights, how, how fit you've come back, the ball's pretty much out right away. Yeah, straight away these days. I Whereas think. you're talking, what, a week of hard graft? Yeah, a week of hard Before you've even yeah. seen a ball. Yeah, mm. it's just, I mean, you might get a wee bit of doggies, I think, you know, with the ball. Uh, but there'll be very little, I mean, obviously no shape work or anything like that. Or... Um, it was a lot of 40s and 80s. That's what I remember. So, um, yeah. And then Hamburger Hill. And was it up at, um, up at the Tech, I guess. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Brutal. And, um, yeah, that was, uh, that was torturous. Mm-hmm. Torturous times. But, and then back, that was a double sesh. You do, you do the morning, go back to Tandice, have a, have a bit of lunch. And then afternoon, you know, as I say, it could be a lot of doggies. Might be a bleep test. Um, the thing is, though, I mean, back then, if you couldn't do that, you mean you were fit. You had to be fit. Yeah, had to be fit. Mm-hmm. You know. Whereas what I don't get now is with all the sports science and everything else, I say players can't be fit. You yeah. know what I mean? I, mean, I it, it sounds in my head I just contradicting myself there, but you've got to be now. Surely, I mean, that was just pure running back in the day. I mean, for what it is. Whereas now it's planned. Here's your plan. Here's your summer plan. You know, here's what you need to come back within kilos, yeah. I would think. Probably get told what to eat, what not to eat. Mm-hmm. I think the close season as well now is is a lot shorter, as we, especially now with this League Cup that starts, you know, in July. Back then you would get a good six or seven weeks, six weeks off maybe. Maybe five, yeah, five, maybe five to six weeks off. So the players could really go away, you know, and... Um, Enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, I think they'd maybe have a little programme to, you know, to come back in underneath a certain weight. Otherwise you get a wee fine um, if you're over that. So, um, and I think that's why Scott McCulloch was, was, was given those kind of extra, extra sessions with Graham Lowe. So um, I don't think he, I don't think he thanked him for that at all. Yeah. It sounds horrendous, doesn't it? But it does, yeah. Well, it's a pre-season now. I mean, we spoke about it, about the Betfred's like the glorified pre-season, but mm-hmm. you have to take it seriously. You've got to, yeah. It's a, it's a cup a tournament. It's, there's a trophy on the line at the end of it all. So, yeah, you, you absolutely do. But uh, even f- like, we're asking the players and, and the club to take it seriously. But amongst the fans, when I've been going to these games, it, it still feels pre-season-ish. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to get away from that. And that's just because they come back so early. It's still the middle of July. Half your mates are on holiday on a beach in Spain. It's hard to get up Tweeting for about games. it, trying Tweeting to wind you up. Yeah. yeah, we know how, you know how it goes. Yeah, you know. it's, it's grim, but it's a, it's a tournament, it's a cup. When we spoke we spoke last week and you'd been at Stenhouse Muir, mm-hmm. uh, not only is it 9 out of 10 for the steak cheeseburger, but um, <laughs> you'd said that, that the whole game felt really pre-season. I yeah. think the Hearts game was a bit different, purely yeah. because it was maybe Tynecastle. Probably because it was the first game, it was Tynecastle, uh kind of we're the underdogs I guess mm-hmm. going into that so yeah it felt like more of an occasion rather than a glorified friendly as the other ones have kind of felt like and then Cowden Beath was the first home game so it had a wee bit of a different atmosphere yeah um, and then Tuesday was erased from my memory <laughs> very finish, very quickly I'll finish your sentence <laughs> very very quickly um, yeah not the I mean we won't take up a lot of time because it is now a week ago but it wasn't good. No, uh, uh, to not come out of that group, uh, and n- not even that, to finish third in that group is is a little bit embarrassing, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's it's unacceptable to me. But o- other people are probably thinking, well, you know, it's still pre-season, and I could see that, but I don't I don't agree with that, but I could see that. But to finish behind a part-time team pre-season is uh, it's pretty unpalatable it's no disrespect to those teams because they're competing as well 
But come on. Yeah. No, but come is. on. East Fife deserved it. Yeah, on, on the night, they up. That's probably the hardest part of it to take. They absolutely deserved it. This I, was no fluke win. I tell you, who's a player, and I said it a couple of times, and I've totally forgot his name. Every way you mention it, but he's five number six at centre half. Mm-hmm. He's a really good player, and Done he doesn't have a he doesn't have a major background. Like he hasn't been dropped from a big team or anything. He's just I'm not saying it's his level. I think that's doing a real disservice. But he looked very comfortable, mm-hmm. and he's playing against Lauren Shankland, who. Is probably my new hero, yeah. but uh, played really, really well, and well, so did the, uh, the the lad up front who was just giving us a torrid time at, uh, at times yeah. for it. But yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great. No, no listening on the radio was um, I obviously wasn't there, but um, listening on the radio and they didn't have commentary of it, but they were going to Titania least a lot, and East Fife were, were dominating the ball is what I was hearing, you know, and and oh, Tanadis as well, which is which is yeah. really uh, as you say, palatable. It's really you know, yeah, passed off the park by a part-time team. Yeah, you com- know, and, comfortably. Yeah, and uh, Stuart Murdoch was as comfortable as I've ever seen him play at Tannadice, to be honest with you. Yeah, and he was in the opposition. Yeah, yeah it wasn't. It was just a grim, grim night, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> uh, nothing more to add. Absolutely nothing positive to say about it. Yeah, I tell you what, did look good though. The bus trips to uh, Shrewsbury at the weekend the, looked. They looked excellent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Result I mean... aside, because it, that is only a friendly. Mm-hmm. But uh, the guys and the girls that went down took the time, spent the cash to go down there. Hats off to them. It looked it looked like they all had a great day. I tell you, for the ones that were leaving on a bus at two a.m., salute, I salute yeah, each and every one of you. Yeah. It's. What? I mean, you're probably getting back about the same time on the Sunday, but what a day. Yeah. What a day it yeah. would have been. So, I mean, A90 were there, Arctic were there, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people were flying there was 400 down. plus fans went down. Yeah. That's excellent. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Excellent. You know, because it's a bit, it's, what, it must be six hours on a bus, probably eight, nine. Yeah. Well, I live in Manchester and it was two south of me, so, um, uh, and it was a filthy day, you know, it was really, really chucking it, proper Manchester day, actually. And, um, it, it you know it didn't look like it'd be much of a fun journey for a lot of it to get mm-hmm. there you know in the in the wet so yeah you've got to got to take your hats yeah, off to those. I, I, I mean it's, it's a tremendous effort and we've all said you know the away fans have have been uh, have been incredible um, overall apart from going uh, falling out of it into the league business now that we're mm-hmm. on we're into the home straight uh, Inverness on Saturday. Uh, there's been a lot of things said, pre-ma- uh, post-match comments, statements from Tony Asgar. How are you feeling, Paul, four days before the season starts? I'm not as confident as I'd like to be, that's for sure. Uh, I think that the exit from the Betfred Cup was fairly meek. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a little bit embarrassing to be finishing third in that group and to, to be put out. Uh, so my confidence that was possibly there at the start of the season, with all the positivity surrounding everything it, it felt like at the club, uh, you know, a little bit of the stuffing's been knocked out of me. But I, <laughs> again, I'll contradict myself. I still think that we are more than good enough to win the league. Absolutely. I'm, I'm not doubting that. And I'm absolutely also not calling for Nielsen's head. Uh, I would like to have a look inside it sometimes just to see why he's picking certain players and playing them in certain positions. But uh, yeah, I'm not as I'm not as confident and as comfortable going into the, the start of the season as I was a few weeks back. That's for sure. So we asked on on Twitter uh, what the starting eleven would be. Uh, lots of people got in touch. Thank you very much. Can't read them all out, but thanks for doing that. Uh, Paul, do you want to start us off? I'd like to hear yours first before we delve into the uh, the delights of uh, our followers on Twitter. Okay, okay. Here goes. In the goal, I would go uh, Seagrist, and I'm going on the bank or the back of the way he finished the season last year and then my defence is slightly changed from the way I would have picked it a couple of weeks ago so I've went Liam Smith Mark Connolly because I feel that we missed him massively against East Fife there was absolutely no one speaking on that park we're in Tangerine uh, beside him would be Reynolds and then left back I'm going with Jamie Robson uh, I'm not completely sold on Adrian yet as a defender. Going forward, he seems okay. Defensively, he sometimes looks like he's been blindfolded. In the midfield, uh, I'm, I'm mixing it up. So, Robbie, if you're listening, go with us. Uh, right midfield or left midfield, I'm wanting Chammers and Banks. Okay, so you're going to have both the, the young flanks. boys. All right, okay. And in the middle, Harks 
and Butcher. Mm-hmm. And up front, because I feel that that's his best position, it's where he causes teams the most problems, McMullen and Shankland. I would not put Paul McMullen anywhere near the right-hand side of the football pitch ever again. He's he's up front <laughs> or he's no in my team. I mean, I'll give you that. Okay. I'll give you your team. Let's, I'll share you some of them yeah. on, on Twitter because, mm-hmm. again, we've got a lot, lot of people getting in. Again, I can't thank you all enough. Uh, Craig Taylor said, I go 4-4-2. Benji, Smith, Connolly, Reynolds, Robson. Mm-hmm. McMullen, Harks, King and Scott Banks with uh, Louis Appert and Shankland up front, which... Couldn't I mean, argue against Louis Appert, to be honest with you. He's he's probably been the one shining light. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you had to pick one, yeah. like Banks has done well, but Appert's done really well pre-season. Uh, Colm got in touch. Uh, Benji, Smith, uh, Reynolds, Franz mm. is making a wee surprise in there for Colm's team. Uh, Adrian, McMullen, Harks, Butcher and Banks in midfield, Appert and Shankland up top. Um Adam wants to go 3-5-2, okay. which I love a 3-5-2, mm-hmm. but we've never played it, so I'm not sure how it works. Because I think in the championship, A, you have to dominate the ball. B, you have to get the ball up the park, split the lines, get mm-hmm. get through and create chances and score them. We know that. Mm-hmm. Just having the ball is not enough. United will comfortably have the ball more than the opposition in pretty much all the games. Yeah, we have it in the wrong place though. We have it at the back. We seem to do... Two touch between our defence and then we hoof it up to nowhere, basically. <laughs> yeah, because we don't we don't have the uh, six foot five target man no. for that. Uh, so Adam says he would have Dennis in the goal. He'd have a back three of Franz Reynolds Connolly. He'd have um, Smith and Spurla in there as well. So kind of as part of the midfield, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Butcher King, Cami uh, Smith in behind a pair and Shankland which is fine. Uh, what else have we got? We've got James. Uh, he'd have Benji. He'd have the back four. Spurler, Reynolds, Connolly, Smith. Butcher and Harks in midfield. Banks and McMullen left and right with Cammy Smith in behind Shankland, which is, again, is, is something we've said a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And I know he was injured because I, I said last week, I would like to see Cammy Smith play against his five. But when I got to Tandice and got set up, he was going through a real... Rigorous uh, fitness test. Well, I, I'm not sure it was fitness test because the team had obviously been named an hour before and he was still doing the work. Mm-hmm. But whether he had failed it, I don't know, 20 minutes beforehand yeah. or whatever, but he did put a power of work in, certainly, but he wasn't fit. Played a bit on Saturday, of course. Uh, Reese says, Dennis in goal, he'd have Liam Smith, Reynolds, Connolly Robson, McMullen, Butcher, Adam King, uh, Cammy Smith, Nicky Clark and Shankland in a kind of 4-4-2 or a 4-2-2-2, too wide. I mean, I'm getting technical on you, really. I'm lost. <laughs> yeah, so are some of these, the way they've been written on Twitter. Uh, but it's fine. Uh, Greg would have Benji and goal. You'd have Liam Smith, Franz, Reynolds, Spurla. You'd have Butcher, uh, McMullen, Stanton, Louis Appert out wide left with Shankland and Clark. And I'll just do a couple of more. Um, Benji, Smith, Franz, Reynolds, Spurla. King, Butcher, McMullen, Harks, Banks with Shankland up just behind, which is really, really attacking. Uh, Dave Hales, I just have to mention, he listed him... That's the best team. 1-11, to 11. he would have team. number one, Christian Daly, two, Christian Daly, three, Christian Daly, <laughs> four, Christian Daly, five, Christian Daly, six, Christian Daly, seven, Christian Daly, eight, Christian Daly, nine, Christian Daly, ten, Christian Daly, eleven, Lawrence of Arabia, Oh, Christian Daly, you are the love of my life. <laughs> That's an outstanding team. <laughs> and final one, Andy would go Benji and goal. He'd have Smith, Connolly, Reynolds, Spurla. He'd have Louis Appert, Harks, Butcher, Banks with McMullen in behind Lawrence Shankland. A lot of the same names come up quite a lot, which, mm-hmm. which is always going to happen. All right. I think Benji, Benji for me is in the goal. Uh, I would have so. Liam Smith. I'd have uh, Connolly and Reynolds. My left back and left midfield. Well, my left back might, might dictate who plays left midfield and vice versa. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure you can play Adrian Spurla with Scott Banks because Adrian's very new. Doesn't speak much English. Yeah, and Scott Banks, yeah, again, just for the defensive cover. Yeah, I think if Scott Banks plays, you have to play Jamie Robson at left back. Mm. For me, yeah, that seems fair. Um, I'm going McMullen right midfield because because you're crazy. Because Paul, it's not fit. <laughs> okay. I think more than anything. Uh, and I would have Harks and uh, Butcher, and I would probably put Louis Appert up front with uh, Lorne Shankland. I like to see Harks this season. I think I've, I've, I quite liked him at times last season. I think he tired towards the end of the season, but um, I think he looks a lot more 
um, confident when he's got Butcher alongside him. I yeah. think he he trusts himself to get in the box then. I think at times last season he, he sort of was a bit tentative about getting up the pitch and mm. that kind of, when you say that, you know, we'll go back to front, it's, it, the, the team's almost too deep, you know, I think, but when Butcher's in there or those two alongside each other, they seem to complement quite quite each other quite well yeah. I've not seen the United this season I've got to say I've got to admit that I've not seen them so far um, followed them through you guys and, and on the radio and, and, and such like but um, um, yeah I like to look at Hearts and at Hearts he's a young lad as well so I think I think he could be a, he's got something yeah well he comes in from America at the end of their season yeah. and is kind of thrown in he hasn't had that pre-season mm-hmm. you know and like we touched on you were on about pre-season and how important it is yeah especially if you're new or even getting promoted from a you know the youths that have come in Chalmers I mean we've seen it Chalmers, Banks and a pair are mm-hmm. very much part of that yeah. first team at the They've moment they've all done well they've all yeah. done well so far whereas they might have been around the club obviously Louis Per went out to Broughty Athletic last year to the juniors and mm-hmm. you've said it a couple of times you thought he was done Yeah, but it's done in the world of good it's fantastic Logan Chalmers it's a revelation probably would have went on loan if he did, maybe didn't have the impact in pre-season so far mm-hmm. uh, and Scott Banks I mean we've been screaming since we saw him against Breakin and the yeah. wee cameo he had and he was excellent but again went to Clyde last year and was brilliant Sixteen years yeah. old, seventeen yeah. years old. Mm-hmm. Scored their goal of the season. Dead, and it's yeah. a peach, isn't yeah, it's it? It's a cracker. Thirty yards out or something. Uh, th- you know, it's, it's not in front of it. Sixty yards, right? Yeah, I think that was not there. Seventy-three yards. Seventy-three out. yards. <laughs> out. Well, that's fair enough. Um, but then you're coming in, and it, it, it's that test. Then if they come into pre-season, young lads or not, it's step up or yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wh- where do you go? You know, yeah, because a lot of them maybe a year on their deal or or, mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. else. Yeah, you know, got to do it. One thing that sticks out, the the teams that you were reading out there, Ron, uh, there wasn't many guys have put Stanton no. in their team. No. Yeah, but understand. I've also wrote down like names that I think will be in Robbie's team and Stanton is in it. I, I feel that he'll start, given that we don't get a say in picking the team. Uh, <laughs> I, I do believe that just now he will be in Nielsen's starting 11 mm. and McMullen will also probably be on the right. Mm. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a tough one. I think we're trying. I think the thing with Rob is he's got the settled team possibly, mm-hmm. and obviously the what I've liked about the Betfred Cup is we have treated it with respect. Mm-hmm. I think it deserves, but also has changed it because, like we said, the first team it's not about the first eleven. It's not about the seven substitutes. It's probably about the twenty four players that make it up. Mm-hmm. So if you're picked, you're not picked just to give you a game. I think you're picked to say, prove make, me. Yeah, you know, make your contribution. You know, personally, I think I thought Adam King would have played a bit more. Mm. That's just me. Yeah. I think if Cammy Smith's maybe not injured, he plays a bit more. Um, obviously, Paul and Osmond So have missed the whole of preseason, the games, yeah. back in training. But you're still talking two, three, four weeks, depending what message board you're on or yeah. what group chat you're in. Well, I think they're. I think Pollitt's back training. Certainly, I'm sure mm. Nielsen mentioned that in his post-match interview after the Shrewsbury game. Uh, and I think that the reason, because there was a lot of people saying, "Why taking? Why take these guys to Shrewsbury if they're not going to be playing?" But I think that they were getting worked mm. uh, before the match with the physio after the match, just doing it's a wee bit. Team exercise. bonding as well, though, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Going away is um, it's really important when you're um, especially. There's not. I was just thinking. There's not. I think in seasons gone by, there's been wholesale changes going in. You know, brand new elevens. For, for the sport to get used to each season. But this season doesn't quite seem so much mm-hmm. of that. You know, there's there's quite a, a lot from last season. Yeah. Uh, and then, as I say, years gone by, there'd been, you know, a brand new club, brand new team on the pitch. Well, yeah. I think we... So not too bad in getting used to each other so much this season, but yeah. still going away on the road is, is always good. Yeah, I think it's not unusual, certainly going down the leagues of teams do that 9, 10, 11 new players in and out or whatever. But you look around the championship this year... And I don't think Inverness haven't really made massive changes. No. Um, Park Thistle, have, a lot of people have went and they've brought stuff in, but it hasn't been... You know, it's not like Falkirk. You know, McKinnon's brought in about 10 players, yeah, 11 players. Well, it's a United Reserve team, really. Um, but big, big changes, whereas January is when Nielsen done it. Mm-hmm. You know, Liam Smith was kind of snapped up. And then the players that have then joined, you know, you've got mm-hmm. Adrian Spurless come mm-hmm. in, uh, as the left back Shankland Shankland's come in after will he won't he for a long long time mm-hmm. and I'm so glad 
from what I've seen already, we have persisted and persisted with that. Yeah. I mean, no disrespect to any other striker we would have signed or no. could have signed, but just these wee things you see, he's he's so, so good. Is he worth his million pound a week though? Or whatever he's on. I mean, I actually think he's probably on more than Bale now, you know. He's, he's, he well, he's better than him. <laughs> but yeah, and, and that's it. It's getting that settled team to, to, to start the season strong because that's a big first month. Oh, I was Massive that. That first month. first four games, you know, um, we start at Cali Thistle, obviously, and then it's Partick Thistle. Partick on the TV on the Friday night. And Dunfermline. We get a free week because it was the bet, Fred. But I mean, I'm going to Foo Fighters anyway, so I, I, was, I was busy. Um, Did you tell the players to throw the game last week? <laughs> Is that what's happened here? I confirm or deny such things, Jesus. but uh, you would have got good music. I mean, let's be honest. Okay. You probably would have got better music. Yeah. Uh, then they go to Dunfermline the following week, so definitely be there because the Stake Brown is going to be on that league table. <laughs> well, it's just, be uh, top. And then the Derby, you know, which is huge four games. Mm-hmm. Well, that four could, um, like, obviously, I think that we'll be at the top of that four, but you know, that, that could be the top four, you know, like um, that could be the top four teams in that yeah. division. Easily. You know, and so. It's important that you, I don't know, I don't want to speculate about points that you want out of that, but... Well, you, you, you I mean... We you, will. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to, I probably will, but you know... Like double for, figures. I'm looking for 10. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Definitely. I, I, I don't care how I get them. But I'm looking... Apart from the last game. Well, definite three from the derby, <laughs> and then, you know, accumulate the, the other seven elsewhere. Yeah, and it is, it is a big one, but uh, like you say, the, it all stops. At the end of the day, right, on Saturday, we win the game, the Betfred's forgot about. Of course it is, yeah. It has to be. Yeah. It's just, it's now that nervy feeling. It's kind of excited feeling as well, but just with that last game, it's just a wee bit of a, mm-hmm. hopefully that pick me up of the league starts. It's exciting Fingers again. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Mm. And you've got your fancy new season card. I quite like to see. That was quite it, nice. It's lovely. Yeah, it's yeah. lovely. Were you quite excited when it came through the door? Uh, I got a phone call from my young lad. Saying, I've got a letter here for your dad. I was like, okay. Uh, I'm thinking, right, what subscriptions have I got? Like, oh, no, that's fine. Right, open it if you want, buddy. That's fine. Just open it. He says, oh, it's, it's, uh, it's a card, a bank card. I was like, a bank card? He's like, oh, it's got Dundee. And I was like, oh, it'll be the season ticket card thing. He was like, oh, right, yeah. yeah. And also the, the voucher that came along with it. Which? The poorly timed dishing out of the voucher. The floor is yours. What is all that about? Yeah. It's a great idea and it's a great thing to give 20% off to people uh, that have renewed season tickets or even bought their first whatever. But to to send them out in the post less than a week after the, the home strip comes out... Hmm. I mean, I hope that wasn't by design. No, I mean, I doubt it. I'm not saying it was. I no. don't think it was. But no, it, it, I think they said it was. It was just the timing of of how it's been done. Yeah, you know. And the good thing is, there's an away kit to come out. So Correct, you're yeah. going to buy that, aren't you? Well, I am, but, <laughs> but I don't know if everybody's yeah. as daft as me. Yeah, training stuff as well. You know, I'm, mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna spend a fortune in that shot this year. Yeah, yeah, yes, you are. But again, we've said it and we will have our usual ten seconds of how good that home kit is. It's beautiful, Thank absolutely you. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh, it's oh, my big fun. Big fun. You're going to get one ticket down to Manchester. I don't know about that. I, well, of course you will. Yeah, I suppose Have you got a spare yeah. voucher? I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, that's that. That's one of the things there. But again, it's another one of these wee initiatives yeah. that are great. Yeah, being really, really good, and it's mm. just been unfortunate with it. Yeah, it is. And uh, here, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not turning in a negative. It's a positive. It's just unfortunate the the timing of it. Yeah, which is, you know, uh, they've come out and said, and again, all the new stuff that's coming out, we're quite excited about the Macron deal, like the stuff mm-hmm. we've seen, uh, a lot of the other, even like you say, the casual Tangerine 50 t-shirt and everything like that. It's all Beautiful as well. It is. It's all, it's all good. This week's episode is in partnership with Andy's Man Club. Andy's Man Club are real, non-judgmental talking groups for men whose aim is to halve the number of suicides in men under 45. The club started over three years ago in the Halifax area by the family of a young man named Andy Roberts, who took his own life without warning, and since then there are over 20 groups in the UK, including Dundee, Perth and Dunfermline, and every group takes place at 7pm on a Monday night. More info can be found on the website, andysmanclub.co.uk, and search for Andy's Man Club on social media. At Andy's Man Club, every man is welcome. It's okay to talk. Rumour mill. Rumour mill. New signings. Okay. None. Uh, players out. 
the big beautiful Algerian Zidane oh, is gone. He's gone. He has decided he wants to go and play for he sh- who shall not be named <laughs> and probably make a small fortune and probably boss it. He'll probably be up for the Ballon d'Or next year. I'll tell you what, he'll be the best looking man in Romanian football. He will be. He's a good looking man. But big Ra- Rashi Ben has went. Uh, Callum Booth's contract's been tore up a year before. He's off to Bury. Well, it hasn't been confirmed though, hasn't oh, it? Well, uh, it was the no. rumour mill. Was it the rumour mill or yeah, the well, leaving? What we're speaking about here? Yeah, right? well, a bit of both. But Bury are in real bad trouble at the minute. Yeah, and you might know a bit more about well, this than we do. Well, I mean, uh, what, you blaming Jono? Are you saying it's his fault? Well, yeah, you're, you're kind of. I'm in that area, so it's, <laughs> it's definitely my fault. I think, yeah, they could, um, them and Bolton, the fixtures might not be but play the first game this season. Yeah, because they don't have squads or bills paid yeah. or money or something. It's a real so, mess. It's a real mess. It's a good club, actually. I know a few Bury fans, so um, it's a nice little club, but yeah, that's a bit of a shame. Yeah, so he's... Uh, strange, so move, strange move that will be then, if that is to be mm-hmm. the case. Very, very. Uh, mm-hmm. And one player who has left on loan, who's made a bit of an impact... Declan. Declan Glass. He's, doing a, he's playing outstandingly well up yeah. there, seemingly. Moved he's, to Cove Rangers on loan. Thrown right in against Inverness the other week and mm-hmm. done relatively well, but two assists, mm-hmm. two assists in that game, yeah. and he got a goal at the weekend. Yeah, so two games, two assists, one goal. Yeah. Can we get him back, please? <laughs> well, he is only to January, but we we obviously said uh, when the move happened that it's one of those that he was kind of on the cusp mm-hmm. of probably being around the first team, playing well, against. Well, the f- he played. Uh, early fixtures last season mm-hmm. and he, I thought he looked quite good yeah. but then there were a couple of games where you, you was watching him I think one of them was Aloua actually the, the famous game where we drew and we got told fans don't realise how hard it is to win through there oh by Mr Barton yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he makes a weekly appearance on this oh. <laughs> he does it uh, but I thought there was a couple of things in that game I thought yeah he could do a learning um, mm-hmm. things like tracking back and you know when he's not got the ball look for yeah. it or, or do something uh, but he's, there's a making, there's the makings of a player in there. Definitely. And the thing is, you're going into League Two. It's tough, but he was at uh, Airdrie last year. Mm-hmm. It's tough again, but for his education at that, oh, it's excellent. Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. <clears throat> it's 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 huge. Grizzly yeah. centre half, leaving their elbow in the back of your neck. You know, mm. that's <laughs> that's what happens when you when you yeah. drop down the divisions as a young player and it reminds you. Oh, you did it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was it was, it was on. Uh, Dungeon United sent me out on loan to Brechin. Um, uh, yeah, towards the ninety eight, ninety nine, and yeah, it was uh, it was a few few heavy tackles there, but um, I enjoyed it. I did. I, I've been a great club, I've got to say, mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic little club. So, um, uh, and Blair joined me. Blair Sturrock joined me as well for a bit, and um, yeah, and I enjoyed my time there. Um, and, and even going back then, it, it's kind of like you know how much say do you have in it? Is it just this is what you should do? Mm-hmm. for your education football and education because you're not going to play here not against your ability but mm-hmm. there are first team players way ahead yeah you know? I think yeah you're just well for me personally I think player as well um, we were just we were just kind of told to go there yeah. so uh, Dick Campbell was the manager there who obviously Dungeon United will come up against this season he's um, a character yes. uh, he is a, a character yeah so he's not he's not aged today actually he just looks I don't know if he looked old then or young now so um <laughs> Yeah, uh, so uh, you don't get much of a say, but um, yeah, he was. I, I enjoyed my time with him. He was mm. good. I think Blair enjoyed his time as well. And um, it's real. And when you get loaned to like Brechin, I'm a, well, they would, they would have been a part time team back then. Do you still train full time with United? I did at that then, time. I'm not sure what happens now, but yeah, I would. Um, I think they still train with United. Yeah, you still uh, train two nights with the, the team they're at. Okay. I would so, think so. At Brechin, I think we. Um, I, think, I think it was a Monday or a Tuesday night. Um, a train behind the hedge, uh, <laughs> uh, retrieving the balls yeah. that you put for the so, Saturday yeah, exactly. before. I'll just go and collect my ball every time. So, <laughs> what, uh, what is behind that hedge? So, um, training pitch, obviously, yeah. or a bit of grass that well, they've gone. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't know what, this, what it's like now, but um, yeah, we train there on a Tuesday night, and then on a Thursday night, um, we're breaking. You, I think there was a lot of guys that lived in. Obviously, in the West Coast. Yeah. So I would uh, play a uh, training in Glenrothes at that point. But again, you're talking 20 years ago. But that's so, crazy. Yeah. Well, no, no but, but, but St. Johnston training, like, don't they train some, like... Uh, Stirling. Stirling. And Queen of the South train at, in Glasgow and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think it definitely happens. Yeah. Definitely yeah. happens. But Glenrothes. Yeah. I mean, I mean at high school, yeah. I mean, on a, not the greatest no, astro no. in the world. So, um, 
Yeah, it would go through there. Well, it would just be dictated by where the majority of players. Yeah, would think yeah, so. Yeah. Would think, yeah, yeah. And there have been old school methods that I think Dick Campbell still has now. Yeah, it was it was high intensity, put it that way. But um, it was it was fast football. But mm. um, yeah, I enjoyed it. He was he was he was he was good with me, and um, he was good with Blair. And um, I remember actually, uh, I think Luggy got the sack actually, and uh, not too long before memory might sort of fail me a wee bit but I remember um, Luggy come down and took a few sessions as well because he wasn't he wasn't working obviously mm-hmm. and um, uh, yeah he helped out a bit so that was that was great for everyone for us obviously and especially you because you, you've got a couple of year on me Paul but Sturrock Sturrock to me and you is a hero yeah. to you because you're Mate's dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was. He was. Uh, I still remember him. Uh, you know, you'd, this is the days before mobile phones and stuff like that, and texts. And you'd, you'd you'd phone him. You'd phone the house to see if Blair was in, and uh, and uh, and you'd just get hello, and it, you know, and then so I thought, uh, is it's Blair around? Silence. And then Blair would come on the phone. So, uh, and it was just like that. But he was great with me. I, I, I really liked him. It was great. He took part in some, he was obviously older. And I remember him taking part in some sessions as well, like when he was manager and, mm-hmm. and training. And it was, it was great to watch. Obviously, he was a little bit heavier, mm-hmm. but he was his movement and everything. There's got, obviously lots of people on here that actually seen him play. Oh, so, yeah. and that was me as a youngster just watching him, you know, in that set. And that's. Uh, and that's setting, but yeah, I, I enjoyed them, especially so close as well. You know what I mean? Just, uh, oh. I'd, I'd be starstruck. Yeah, yeah guaranteed. Yeah, phoning, phoning up to meet my buddy Blair back in the day, and <laughs> Paul Sturrock, regardless if it's his dad or not, I would have been starstruck. <laughs> and then yeah. just hands the phone, doesn't even say anything. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. He's a, yeah, he's good. I mean, um, it seems like I'm speaking out of him, but he was he was really yeah. nice to me, and he's, he's good. And as I say. He's, Legend, so mm. oh, I mean, no, without, no, nothing without. but yeah, nothing yeah, but. Um, so in terms of uh, in terms of the new signs, the players leaving, uh, that's all kind of happened. A couple of things on the rumor mill, not loads. Mm-hmm. Uh, a French trialist that you saw last week, Paul. I did. Uh, he played against Lockheed United. He done okay. Uh, I'm, I, I wouldn't think that he would, if we were to sign him, that he would go straight into the first team. Uh, I couldn't see that. Mm. happening at all what did you make of the game and the, the, the team it was kind of a young team plus a couple of yeah well Luemba was playing and uh, the lesser spotted unless you're at certain events uh, Fraser Aird mm-hmm. took a game as well uh, they didn't really stand out I mean the one thing that I did notice was Aird was I thought he was really good with uh, the young guys around him in the team he was quite encouraging towards them uh, trying to talk a few of them through the game but he never really stood out and, and, and done much. Mm. None of them really did, to be honest with you. Lockheed were, were right up for it. Uh, and Big Gary. 3 2, didn't it? It was 3 yeah. 2, uh, Lockheed, yeah. They were mm. doing nothing up. We clawed it back, 2 all, and then Big dumpling up front for Lockheed United. Took a dive, won a foul. Somebody scored a free kick. I'm saying he took a dive. He is a big guy. I hope he doesn't listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> or, or my name's Ronnie. <laughs> oh, I didn't say that. I quite like the hospitality. That's good. <laughs> uh, so that that was that, but n- nothing up to much. The other name that's been mentioned is uh, Elliot. F- Are we going Freer? Freer, I Freer? think it is. Yeah, Freer? I think it's Freer. Yeah. Um, one stat I saw today, and apologies for the guy that put it on Twitter because I'm going to steal it now. Uh, but he was near the top of the table for chances created in the Premiership la- in the Scottish Premier League last year mm-hmm. uh, from Motherwell, but left. And I think I spotted him on Tuesday sitting along from me in front of Freddie Franz and yeah. the Algerian Zizou mm-hmm. um, before he headed off. And it was quite a sad because he saw me for the last time. But. Um, <laughs> But that, but nothing's been. It's been really quiet. You know, think yeah, it has really been. quiet. Well, this a week. couple of weeks ago, it was there was the the Stevie May rumor. Just no idea where is, he is. No, but that's that's kind of gone quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's only it's only that guy Elliot Freer and the French guy that that there's any kind of talk of. Mm. So no doubt we'll sign somebody tomorrow that nobody's ever heard of. Yeah, possibly. Um, you still think we need one or two, three or four? Uh, five or six I mean, I, mean I can't give you many more that's a big no, deal no I don't know I don't know I, I still argue that we need a creative midfielder mm. I just don't think that Nielsen plays that way I think he likes to get his creativeness and his football teams down the flanks uh, and well one one name that you could that we could have said was Sam Nicholson that one's kind of hanging about as, again uh, and once more he's, he's not a central midfielder he's a winger 
Uh, so I can't see us getting the creative midfielder for the centre of the park, certainly, that I'm I'm looking for. But I think that's what we absolutely need. Mm. Absolutely need something like that. And you definitely correct me on this, Jono, but I'm assuming we've not got the same rules as England, whereas their transfer window will shut next Thursday for the league yeah, game. Yeah, just before the start of the season. So, in England, so ours so. will run to the end of the yeah. month. Yeah, I thought we'd be in the championship, but still, I just double check that. Yeah, we 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 close after England mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Yeah, well, that that was to so the um, they all agreed to, didn't they? In yeah, England. yeah, it was a bit of an odd one for them, but um, yeah, I think I think what might happen is you. Let's say living down where they do, and fans of lower league clubs, and that you know they'll then pick up the players that you know. Like in this next week or so, people decide their squads, you know, and then people will be told their name, and then you might find that you pick up a few loans. I think mm-hmm. from the lower leagues in English yeah. football, you know. Well, there's something uh, we've not done yet. Mm-hmm. Well, we had Charlie Seaman mm-hmm. last year. Yeah, uh, the year before. Uh, the boy from Celtic, albeit uh, Ralston, mm, who was very good, he was very good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, t- we'll see how that goes. We'll keep certainly keep an eye on that, but not much else on the uh, the rumor mill. Uh, a quick mention for We Gym. The display continues at Tandice every Wednesday. That's between one o'clock and half past three. It's free at a We Nosyita on Tuesday when I was in, uh, and it's really good. There's loads of great stuff there. There's strips. There's um, great pictures of them that we mentioned. I'm opening the fire exit door and storming down the stairs and shouting probably at Bannon. Um, is it lo- Tom that's showing people about Tom that? Cairns will take you around Tom, who is he, he brilliant. So Tom, knowledgeable. Tom but is excellent at that. If you're around the Wednesday afternoon you haven't checked out, just go, even if it's really, but just see some of the memorabilia that's on. A lot of people have donated stuff to, to, to see, you know, there's balls from cup finals, there's loads of strips, medals, loads of great photos, programmes and everything. It's really, really yeah, good. It's fantastic. For any uh, United fan. And the statue fund has now hit 50, the 50% mark on mm-hmm. the Just Giving page as well. So yeah. it's about 35 grand or whatever it is. There's, there's going to be another bucket collection takes place. I think it's the Dundee Derby at the end of August. That one's uh, scheduled for. Uh, t-shirts are still on sale uh, from like Groucho's, you know, places like that. They're at the ULT, the, the ladies at Tanadice, they're doing a fashion show in September to are raise you, money for this. Are you this. doing it? Uh, well, stipulation is I've got to shave both legs, so I'm probably out. I think you're in. I'm, I'm out. I, th- I think you're in. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> uh, and there's also going to be further quiz night and a race night that's going to be getting organised yeah. shortly as well. Oh, brilliant. Let's say £35,000, halfway there. Uh, if you've got a couple of quid, if you've got a pound, for a couple of quid for every follower on here, we'd be down on a couple more. It would be fantastic if you can. Yeah. Uh, and Jim McLean, mem- any memories for you? You'd have been... Gone there, but yeah, I imagine yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, he was actually at the time. So um, yeah, again, it, it, do you ever get the treatment? Do you ever get the shout? No, <laughs> no, no. I don't think so. He'd, he'd, there'd be times he'd, he'd stop and speak to you in the corridor, mm. and then other times he just walk right past you. So you, so you I think, I think I've heard a lot of ex-players. A former, no, I'm not a former player, but you know, like actual players yeah. uh, say that kind of thing that you mm. would, you know, it's just different moods. But yeah, he would. Sometimes he would say hello. Sometimes he. And you, you'd have missed out on getting the seven-year contract for about hundred quid a yeah, week. Then, yeah, sadly so. Yeah. <laughs> you could have <laughs> still been playing under that contract <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah, uh, I think. Yeah, I think you are correct. That's probably could have happened as yeah. well. On less than minimum wage as well, because yeah. it still would have been linked to the nineteen ninety-seven salary, probably. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, who would have been the managers when you were there? Who was kicking around then? Um. So yeah, just caught, I think I caught a bit of Tommy McLean. Um, we're a great team under Tommy, didn't we? Sure did. Yeah. Carrie McSway and stuff like that. Yeah. We're a great team yeah, under Yeah, I was him. looking back yeah. through the squad, actually. Shell, big Shell. Yeah, Olofsson, yeah. Siggy was there. Pedersen, legend. Yeah. Pedersen. They were lovely Hero. guys, actually. You could just, they were, um, they just, you know, very relaxed in the changing room. And obviously, the young boys get changed in their way, dressing room. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, the first team was in the home. And, but you, you know, if you ever to go in to get the boots and stuff like that or to clean up, you know, they were, I always found them really. Was there anybody that wasn't? Um, <laughs> no, I think everyone was all right. I remember going in, actually, I think my mum, <laughs> mum kind of reminds me of this. She, uh, I think I was, uh, I'd injured my knee, actually. I think I, I did to get in. Uh, I'd, I'd done my cartilage and I was in sort of getting treatment and, uh, and Presley was there and he was getting treatment as well and, 
I think I don't know why my mum was there. I'm not sure why. Uh, I'm but, not uh, sure either. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But she, um, uh, I think, uh, I, I can't remember why. I don't know if she'd come and design things or something like that. Uh, and uh, she, uh, and he was effing and blinding like no one's business. Like he just didn't care. Like he was just. He was, a, he was a bit strange, I think. Yeah. Strange chap, like he didn't really say much. But yeah, um, big Elvis. Yeah, but she she recalls that really well. I must have been like I must have been really young at that point. I must have been like 15, 16 or something. Mm. So that was a while ago. But that was that was a, that was a long time ago. Yeah, there have been some characters kicking about then as well, though. Oh, I can imagine. You know, so. you know, I had uh, boys like Andy McLaren and yeah, stuff like that. One of the best wingers ever. See playing the United chart. Yeah, he's definitely. A, he was a good player, especially the cup final on his day, ninety four. Yeah. Yeah, it was only about uh, was it 19, 20 yeah. or something. In brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. When he, when he, uh, he, he does the right back with a, like the Cruyff turn. Yeah. It's, fault. it's just. Oh. The McLaren turn. The McLaren turn. McLaren sorry, turn. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. On that day, it was not the Cruyff sorry. turn. Sorry. Yeah. You know, he, yeah, there have been some real, uh, some characters there at the mm. time. Uh, best player when you were there? Oh, Siggy, I think. It's just the, the, the few times that I remember watching him play or train, he was just. Ping, pinging it around, yeah. Silky smooth. Yeah. He's a good player. Yeah, different level. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was excellent. Actually, you know what he really liked? I remember, just because I think because of the position he played, I remember John Eustace coming in mm. uh, and he was, oh, and I'm not comparing it with Siggy Johnson, but he was he was a really good Yeah, he was, player, he was young. He was young. Yeah, when, he was young. When he, he was only 18, 19. And, yeah. Um, he just played, I think, He'd come up from Coventry and you could just tell that he played the game mm. a, different, a different way, you know, how he passed the ball forward, you know, um, which it sounds a bit odd, but yeah, he, he just he kind of played with a different kind of energy. I like kind of watching him. He's really young, but um, uh, so you were trying to claim you were a centre midfielder about that? Well, claim, yeah, of of of, of no repeat. Honestly, I let you in my back pocket when I was playing left back for the school that one time, <laughs> exactly. and you're a centre midfielder all of a sudden. He must have had to move position, reinvent it because you hey, kept stuff, quiet he, for ninety he, minutes. He ran me, he ran me ragged <laughs> constantly. <laughs> Yeah, I was never a left back. That's the problem. <laughs> left was barely for standard on. Who was picking the team that day? Was it Nielsen? Honestly, this 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 school team back then, it was like, Ugh, we've got to keep her on, and he's quite good, so you can play left back. <laughs> oh, we've got the Harris of what? Oh, look at this boy! I'm like, oh, he's gone. He's gone. See ya. Yeah, that happened quite a lot. But anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, great days back then. Looking at some of the teams, yeah, and you mentioned teams, yeah. Siggy Johnson. By the way, there's a couple of blogs we just need to mention who we really like. And um, the blog by not Siggy Johnson on on Twitter is a uh, perennial underachievers, and it is just a brilliant read every it's time. Brilliant, yeah. The uh, boy nails it every week. Yeah, he's really, really good, and he's been uh, he's been on the Liverpool tour this week. He's put loads of photos up on Twitter, uh, he loads has. of great stuff on there, and uh, you've done that as well. But, yeah, excellent tour. Uh, he's, he's he's being on tour, uh, but that's that's a really good read if you haven't checked out. A lot of people do follow him. Uh, perennial underachievers, and there's a new one that appeared. Uh, last week, I'll let you get into the line about it, but it's called Madness is Tangerine in Colour. Yeah, from uh, At Life's an Ocean mm-hmm. on Twitter. Fantastic. And it started with absolutely beautiful piece of honesty saying, here's a blog, been thinking about doing it for a while, don't expect it every week because I can't be arsed. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the blog itself, though, is fantastic. Like that, <laughs> the blog itself is fantastic. It was really good. Just be honest. Really enjoyed yeah. it. Just be honest. Yeah, can't hold you know? Really enjoyed it. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to his next blog, to be honest with you. Probably get it mid-season or something. Probably get it by, you know, May. When you he know. can be arsed again. <laughs> fantastic, buddy. Uh, but they are they are really good. Um, we're going on this day, uh, on this day for the 30th of July, looking back at some things that have happened. And then I'm no doubt there might be a bit of conversation with it as Paul quickly looks at his notes for this. Uh, so 30th of July, what's happened in the past? Uh, United's 100th tie in Europe was undoubtedly the easiest. Uh, we just failed to equal the all-time Scottish record in Europe by a single goal. Uh, we got a club record 17-0 aggregate win against CE Principat. Which was Giants. Uh, Giants. Yes. Uh goal scorers on the night, Gary McSwig in the eighth minute, Robbie Winters in the twenty third. Good, good player, yeah, yeah. Player, yeah. Um yeah, McSwig got another in the twenty fourth. Yeah, Young, younger brother was a good player as well, actually. Davy Winters. Yeah, he never really got a chance. Yeah, he never really got much of a chance. But um I think I think he's the spectre of his brother, you know, in front of him sort of he put a wee bit more pressure on him. But, he um, dropped down a couple of leagues, though, didn't he? And he, he yeah. done all right for himself. He went abroad as well, didn't he, Robbie? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. David. David. Oh, yes. Ah, yes, he, sorry. I'm sure he dropped down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For a couple of the 
part-time teams. But but the best know, thing right? with Robbie Winters was the deal we got from Aberdeen, though. Yeah. A few hundred thousand, wasn't it? Well, like a, <laughs> near a million yeah, quid plus Billy Dodds I for Robbie. we wore a mask. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Dodds, we deal. mentioned Dodds before. Um, Robbie Winters scored again. Shell Olsen got a goal. Lars Zetterlin got a goal. Uh, McSwain completed his hat-trick. And then Stephen Thompson stuck in. And United got a 9-0 second-leg win at Tanadice. Uh Signings we signed on the 30th of July in years gone by, Arnor Gunnlaugson was signed by uh, Alex Smith on a free transfer, uh, but he didn't really do much. He played seven times and got no goals. That wasn't up to much. He's near Roger Bowley then. <laughs> oh, this is it. This is It's the Roger Bowley section. This is what we call this. Uh, and our bir- birthdays on this year, uh, Sean Dillon turns 36. Absolute gentleman. 346 appearances, seven goals and one Scottish Cup medal. Uh, I've got Juan Ferreira is 49 today, one sub appearance and a £250,000 fee. I can't even remember him. I'm not surprised for one sub appearance. Was was he from Honduras? Uh, He might have been. Uh, When I wrote this down, he was 49. He had one sub appearance and got a £250,000 fee fee we paid for him that was enough yeah honestly I've no no recollection of that guy at all and uh, hitting the big 5-0 is silver kissing casual as you like absolute silk centre half 77 appearances 4 goals Gordon Petrich oh strolled strolled Strolled. his career yeah strolled it he was brilliant wasn't he yeah he was especially the 94 run yeah he He was, was he was Super. fantastic. I think Van Dyke wears Petrich pajamas. He's, 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 he's the original. He is the original. He was silk like. Yeah. You know. And again, big, again, a big. I mean, don't get me wrong. We still say it now that the old firm just buy up the the pool of talent. Yeah. But there was serious money we were selling back then. We'd sold that season. We'd sold Ferguson for four million. Mm-hmm. Uh, we then we sold Petrich the following year for well, about one point five million, something like that. Big money in Scottish Indeed, football. Yeah. Yeah. Where the hell was it coming from? <laughs> well, I can see now. Three, <laughs> it was well, uh, loans. We'd be three loans. quarters of a million for Stephen Presley. And all you could do was swear lying next to John on a bed. Yeah, that yeah. sounds weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, and his mum. his mum. That sounds even weirder. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, really strange. But th- those people all get tangerine birthdays today. Yes. Happy birthday, boys. <laughs> they all listen. I know, I know. Especially one. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not sure about Juan Ferreira, but yeah, 40, 49. I've, I've, honestly, I can't remember that guy. No, no, I'm not I'm not sure what, what he come across with or, or whatever, but that was, uh, yeah, that was some strange one. And Arnold Gunnlaugson is a, one of the strange signers. The problem we had, and it's different now because we don't pay as many fees or big fees, mm-hmm. is the money that's changing hands here. 250 grand yeah. for a boy that done nothing. Roger Bowley, 150 grand for his half a goal or whatever. That's money well spent, right? He got robbed, got robbed. And, uh, you know, Gunn I'm not saying we signed a fee, but probably a lot of wages going about then as well. Yeah. You know, so anyway, again, we're paying Gav Bill wages right during now. During my time there, um, I remember we signed Alex Maffey. Yeah. And he, he come in and was not the best part of half a million? Easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, from Ipswich. Easy half yeah. a mil. And most people were happy when we signed him. He had his a, goal record was incredible. Yeah, he had a pedigree about him, you know. He was he was a good signing, and then I'm not sure what happened. Yeah, he had one leg shorter than the other. <laughs> <laughs> he put his bits on the wrong feet by the looks of things. Yeah, he just he just never done it for us yeah. at all. But in that thing, there was a lot of money back then. That's what I'm saying with the fees that were getting paid. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and then coming into the club, uh, their fees. If, if United were to start spending them now that would be a lot of money. That'd be a ridiculous amount of money. And this is 20 odd years ago. Yeah. I mean, he come, he had 109 appearances at Ipswich with 38 goals. Decent record. Yeah. Decent record. Yeah. Comes up for about half a mil, plays 38 times and scores five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was, he was, <laughs> he, he, he was poor. He was poor at yeah, Tanadice. So there's no other way to dress it up. Yeah. He would go up there as one of them that I, th- I thought was really, and he actually replaced Robbie Winters. He replaced the Winters, so it was Dodgy and him must have played up front, I would think. Mm. Uh, but he went out on loan, scored a couple of goals, not much. David Moyes loaned them. 
You know, yeah. he still still just finished his contract at Man United, David Moyes. Yeah, that's just right, finished yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Six years, he's made some good money there. Yeah, he's not half. Um, but yeah, didn't play as uh, didn't play as as much as that. Jim McLean said he was a complete disaster and a dreadful buy. Who we <laughs> argue with Jim McLean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, but that was uh, that's that's kind of what it was. That was uh, that was on this day for there. Uh, and I just in this article I've just read about it. Uh, it's nothing to do with the deal, but I tell you, one player. Jason DeVos. Yeah, he was excellent. He's a nice guy as well, actually. Jason yeah. DeVos. Isn't he like head of football for like something? He's, yeah, I think he's the Canadian MLS football. Does yeah, it not something to do with the Canadian football? Federation. I may have just made that up. But I might have made that up. No, well, John, it's your turn to make something goodness, up. Yeah. Yeah, DeVos, though, he was, he was yeah, class. He yeah, was he, was, he captained the team as well, actually. And I think I was there for just a wee bit when I was kind of leaving at that point, I think, when he was captain. But um, yeah, he was, he was a... Oh, I don't know the best way of describing it, but he's really level-headed and, and, you know, I think people could talk to him and I think because he was outside the Scottish game, you know, mm. he actually had a really good career actually looking back when he went... 400,000 we paid for him. Yeah. You, go. yeah. you know, went down to Ipswich and stuff like that. Big yeah. club, yeah. you know. And yeah. um, he captained them as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I always, he, was, he must go down as one of our... He was a good really player. Good player. Yeah. We're, we're going to Ipswich he went to as well, but... You know, it's uh, yeah. Again, it's all it's all that money. I mean, I know. Don't get me wrong. The the, the whole thing of agents has changed a lot because there's a lot of money goes to agents and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff now. You know, signing on fees. I mean, again, one of the rumours <laughs> we're paying Shankland a sh- extraordinary amount of money to sign for us. Yeah. It's like, come on, uh, behave yourself. He's got, he's got more money than Bill Gates nowadays. Does he? Lon Shankland already oh, on the back of what we're paying him. I mean, it's it's frightening, really. Yeah. Yeah. Garth Bell may as well join. Yeah. It's going to happen. Come on, Tony, you're listening. The signing Gareth, he's wanting out. Yeah, so anyway, uh, we're heading towards Saturday then, Inverness. I do usually ask you for a prediction. Ooh. I don't need a score one. I like giving you a score. Go. I like giving you. Yep. Right, what will we say? Called Donaldson returns, so that's for a goal up there. <laughs> uh, Reynolds and Connolly, not being the best, that's one all. <laughs> I think we'll win 2-1 2-1 we'll win 2-1 I like it Lawrence yeah. the score Both. Christian Daly's played mind he's Chris. playing 10 positions this week gone to some of them on well, 12 he's going to set it up <laughs> for Lawrence yeah Lawrence Shanklin double double yeah 2-1 yeah Jono um, I actually watched a wee bit of their game yesterday against the I've only mentioned them but, um, correct uh, <laughs> and they weren't great they didn't uh, and uh, I don't think Robertson was too happy so maybe a wee bit of reaction from them but yeah I think I think we'll win I think is it okay to say 2-1 as well I can't I don't hey, know I don't think we're keeping I don't we don't keep clean sheets yeah do we? we don't keep the ball in it I think mm. And but this season what we hope is that you know I think when I went to a game with you last season and I thought you know we need, we need to to score a lot of goals to win the game because mm. we kind of keep the ball. Right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of times last year. So this season might be different. There was a lot of times last year that um, we, we obviously will we'll always have a lot of the ball, but I could probably count in one hand easy the amount of games that. So no error of him, Benji had no saves to make. Yet picked the ball at the net. Yeah, at least four or five occasions, and it's no good. Don't get me wrong. If you win two one, it's fine. But when you're one 0 up and they score, it's a nightmare. Yeah. If you're two 0 up and they score, it's a nightmare. Yeah. So you're already praying to be three 0 up. Yeah, it's a failing of ours. We, we never <laughs> seem to kill teams off. No, we didn't do it enough last year because no. that's when we dropped Just a lot of do horrible points. Yeah, you know, um, it didn't. You know, obviously the the Austrian Pirlo and that were playing sometimes, which kind of hampered well a little bit. Not um, really, <laughs> <laughs> massively. But, but it's getting that and it's being and I, I think I can see the thing with Connolly and certainly because they're aggressive centre halves mm-hmm. but I don't want the ball at their feet no, no I just want a ball to come in let and they'd be defend. the first to clear them out let them defend yeah yeah that's what I want them and, and the team doing nothing else I'm not asking them to be Gordon Petrich I'm no, not there's only one just get get it up and get it out and that's the, that's the, yeah. what we want to do you know yeah. what I mean certainly for me home win have to start strong. Yeah, yeah it has to be a you know, win. That's I think that's that's as was mentioned before, the <clears throat> the four games there, like ten points is is what we have to look for, you know, like mm-hmm. anything less and it's not it's not wonderful start, you know, it's a, no. yeah. but again that, that getting that I mean I would I'd like to see us not concede, but um 
you know, it's it's something's really exciting uh, for that. But I think Lawrence has it will open his account. Um, yeah. and I don't mind how the other goes I tell you I would like a smashing header from a corner or Reynolds sneaks round the back and smashes it in that would be quite good I'll take anything <laughs> just, just want to win like you say Ron like, I would love clean sheets but if we win 2-1 mm. every every week this season then I'll, I'm more than happy yep more than happy yep just, and, just um, got to get a good start last season's start was poor losing at home to Dunfermline who hadn't beat us for what seemed like about 70 years uh, and that was just that was a massive downer at the time. So when you when you get a win to start, we're at home, we're against one of our supposed rivals. We've got to be looking to lay down a, a marker. And looking to uh, looking forward to getting back in your normal seat after a couple of games in the dode. Well, hopefully they've moved the scaffold in, or I'll not see a bloody thing. I'll be going left and right all game. Uh, looking forward to seeing uh, getting there another uh, Nicholas pie for you this time, or are you going for the chili cheese? Hot well, dog? The, the update on the chili cheese. Hot dog, because the old man requested one, so uh, so I had to go. I got got the grub in, and uh, I was kind of sat like a weirdo looking at him eating it, thinking, "Wait a minute, wait a minute, where, where is the chili? Where is the cheese? There wasn't any chili or cheese, so I can only assume that the sausage itself was flavoured with chili flavored and cheese. With chili and cheese, I mean that's that's a cop out. I mean that's, that's American if I've ever yeah, heard that. Okay. Unacceptable. <laughs> I want no part of that. <laughs> to be fair, I had Nicholas Pie on Tuesday. It was class. It was the best part about the game, really. I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, the game was dreadful. It was. There's uh, no end on that. No, 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 no certainly not. Uh, so back to the uh, the Eddie Thompson for you. We a new fancy card. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be good. It should be good. And uh, Johnny, your first game of the season's looking like it's going to be quite a big one towards the end of the month. Yeah, the derby, and I'm taking my, my partner, uh, partner Ria. She's uh, she's a Manchester United fan, so she's Glory Hunter. Yeah, <laughs> I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. I'm no. Uh, so uh, I'm sure she'll uh, she'll love it when um, yeah, you know, she can go from watching leaks of Pogba. And Rashford. He's, he's rubbish compared yeah. to that butcher. Come on, now. I know. I Listen, know. we've got boys that can look look like they can't be bothered either. Don't know, what <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, that'll be my first game this season, the Dundee Derby. So I'm, re- yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm already nervous, I think. But um, magic. Yeah, I think it's nervous excitement. Yeah, though. nervous excitement. Yeah. Nervous yeah, excitement. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, you know, half their allocation again. I don't care. No. <laughs> what do you think of that though? That, like, because ideally. Like clearly, if if United can sell the Eddie Thompson, the Fox, and the Shed, then mm. that's what you want to do. Amazing, yeah. If we make a bad start to the league here, we're not selling the Eddie Thompson, the Fox, and the Shed. It's on TV as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that that would necessarily affect it that much because it is a derby. But I just think I hope we're not cutting off our nose to spite our mm. face. But again, at the same time, to the other side of that coin. I can't remember the last time that Dundee sold out their allocation at Tannadice when we gave them the shed mm. and uh, yeah, the, the yeah, Jerry Kerr and you, the you Joe McLean. I don't, I, I don't want it to get, I don't want it to get really like what uh, Rangers and that have done, where you know you're getting the corner or yeah, you get, t- t- for tat. There's no need for yeah, it. Yeah, like three. I'm, I'm not for that, but I think the um, certainly when the, the uh, Jim McLean stand or fair place, call it what you will. I mean, why he's, he's the away stand? It's got his name on. I don't know. But that's what it should be used for, mm-hmm. you know. But again, it's up to us to to start the season well, yeah. get some wins, get a real bit of momentum, yeah. and then the fans will come. We, yeah, we of course they will. Of course, yeah. You know, and that's, uh, yeah, I mean, I, they'll probably do it to us. We'll probably lose the main stand part and just get behind the goal. That's all right. That's a fire hazard anyway. <laughs> so uh, if, that's, if that's what happens, you know, I, I'm sure, uh, don't get me wrong, I'm sure they'll sell out their allocation. Because I know we will. If, they, if they're going well and we're not going well, absolutely they'll yeah. sell out their allocation. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a strange one. It is a strange one, but we can only hope that we're we're sitting pretty well yeah. and it's going to be good. There's something really special about a derby. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. The last ones were horrendous, but mind when we got them in the bet, Fred. Yeah, it was it was special. Like yeah, it was good it atmosphere. So good atmosphere. Good. So good. But yeah, we we have to we have to start strong, and I'm sure we will. You know, it's a home. Home wins what I'm looking for, you know. I'm, that's all I'm going for this week. I'm looking for a home win every time we play at home this season, Ron. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. We were saying before, uh, Ronnie, I just saying, I think you agree, Paul, United really shouldn't be outside the top two, essentially, but definitely the top three, you know, all season. All season, yeah. They shouldn't be and outside. I'm talking touch and distance, yeah. like oh, a point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm can't, no, can't yeah. be like, you know, the gaps that we got towards the end of the season, no. which is just 
you, you can't have that. There's too many teams in the way as well. You know, if you if, you, if you're way down in fourth, you know, you're hoping on you can't maybe one can slip up. Mm. Possibly two, no three. So you know, um, th- th- you've got to be in the top two. I think got to be all season. all season. All season. Yeah, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. When do you think the nerves will kick in this week? Oh, they're in. <laughs> that's, that's what I was like coming to your house tonight. They're in. <laughs> they were in already. Ah, they're in. It's they, a nightmare. They were in already. Uh, Jonathan, thanks very much for uh, for stepping in for a bit and just having a bit of blather and giving us uh, giving us some bit of uh, what is how. How uh, superstar footballers are now. I think you'd like a preseason now, eh? With all this yeah. bit of gym, bit of this, yes. bit easier. The ball's out early. Yeah, the ball. Yeah, I'd love the ball. Yeah, but um, I'm not chasing around nineteen and twenty year olds at, at this age. That's that's no fun. I've already started kicking them now when I'm playing five aside. So God knows what it'd be like. It's <laughs> proper football. So yeah, that's all right. It's fine. Who cares? Exactly. It's a bit of tough love. Right. you just not got an elbow for a centre half though you're doing the elbow <laughs> no thanks very much for uh, for sharing some of that it's been uh, it's been good to have you on thank you and uh, enjoy the uh, first derby of the season we'll get you back on then Definitely. right that's that's it from us um, Saturday's the next one we will be back with you early next week uh, do keep liking sharing supporting the podcast uh, again it is going to be something we'll try to do from time to time get other people on other fans on uh, and anyone else that we can get on a bit about United find out about their story and about their journey with it uh, this episode has been in partnership with Andy's Man Club they're a real non-judgmental talking group for men they aim to half the number of suicides in men under uh, 45 uh, it's just started over three years ago in the Halifax area it was the family of a young man named Andy Roberts he took his own life without warning and since then there are over 20 groups in the UK uh, there's one in Dundee Perth and Dunfermline kind of in our more local area uh, all the groups take place at 7 o'clock on a Monday night you can get more details on the websites andysmanclub.co.uk and you can search for Andy's Man Club on social media it's been an absolute pleasure to partner with them uh, for this and just raise a bit more awareness for it you can get loads of details on their website and their social media and stuff and we'll share it as well uh, Andy's Man Club every man is welcome it's okay to talk.